When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Woodburn Corner, the West Bromwich Albion podcast that wouldn't like mind early 433 pound a second like Daniel Scrooge's. Uh, so I keep uh, promising every week that we aren't going to uh, we're not going to go over the mess that is um, the Albion team at present. We kind of are today, but but without with a different slant. I'm sat here with a fellow West Bromwich Albion fan, Kieran Diddy. Kieran, how are you doing? Very well, thanks, Graham. How are you? I'm I'm all right. Yeah, I I, I have to consume uh, the Albion, which is you know, which is pretty pretty grim. How are you feeling about it? Oh, I've just given up now. It's just complete apathy. It's looking forward to next season. So I think that's probably like similar to that, that, that aligns to the premise of what today is. So today we're going to go through the squad as it is now. Me and Kieran are going to chat through whether or not we would keep or sell uh, some of the players that are there. There probably needs to be a caveat put at the start of this that I think quite a lot of our players, I mean, there's already been reports of um, Ben Foster among them as it happens, of players that uh, that will be going and, and so on. And I think... Uh, a lot of them are on 50% flex downs, as, you, as, as he suggested, which is going to mean a lot of players are going to kind of want to go. But I think what we're going to look at is, I guess, whether or not anyone will be used to, useful for us in the Championship. That's, is that your, is that your yeah. consideration? Yeah, I think we've got a fair few that we should try and keep hold of. So, so I think what we'll do is, should we go through, um, we'll go through in number order, so start, start with number one and, and so on, and we'll let it go. So, Ben Foster. Kieran, are you keeping Ben Foster? Yes, definitely. He's... Um, to be honest, he's still Premier League quality, isn't he? Yep. So I do think there's going to be people sniffing around him, but he said himself it's a club for the first time where he feels he's at home. Yes. So I think we've got a chance of keeping him. I yeah, I'd agree. You're not you're not going to get a keeper of a better quality. No, I mean I think he's I think he's an exceptional keeper. He's obviously um, one of the um, leaders of the new of the of the um, dressing room, which used to be considered a good thing and not isn't necessarily now. But no, I'd absolutely agree. I think Ben Foster's the He's the best. Keeper. He's the best keeper I've seen in Albion shirt, and he's probably the best keeper that's worn an Albion shirt. So, yeah. however long we can keep him, would be a good thing. Um, so, number two, I am saying. So, uh, so I'm saying we should keep Alan Nyam, but I don't think he should start. So, uh, I'm going to say something. We'll probably say a similar thing probably later on about um, about James McLean. But a lot of these things depend on what they earn. What I'd say about Alan Nyam is he probably is a passable Championship. Um, uh, full back we don't need passable championship players we need really good championship players but I think he justifies his place in the squad by virtue of being able to play both both full back positions what do you think yeah I think it's important really because we are going to we're going to struggle for full backs next season really yeah if Gibbs is expected to go exactly so I do think you just need someone that can slot in both sides and to be honest he's not the worst is he he's all no right. I don't think so he's got, a bit of... he's got an engine yeah, he, he's, yeah. his final ball's awful but I think that's what it is the quality is lacking yeah you know, I think he, he's got enough about him to do a job. Yeah, I'd agree. I think I think there's a bit of a downer on him at the moment, but I do think I do think if he's given a task and that task is yeah, run, get through ten kilometres of running in ninety minutes, he'll probably do it. Yeah. So number three, I, I mean, I think Kieran Gibbs is the best player in the English, in, in the uh, in the Albion squad. Uh, yeah. What are you saying about Kieran Gibbs? Why? Well, you you do what you can to keep him, but it's 
it's not going to happen, is it, realistically? Yeah, so this is one of those things with a caveat. I mean, Gibbs, I'd go further to say he's too good to come down with the I'd almost feel sorry oh, yeah. for the lad if he's saying this, but he's too good. He's, a, he's, a, he's too good for us now, never mind. Yes, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a top, he's a, certainly a top 10 um, Premier League uh, fullback. So, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely keep him, but I think yeah. we've both, well, we, I, I know it's we've both written down, he'll go. Uh, <laughs> on the other hand, uh, regular listeners to Woodman Park Corner will be unsurprised to know that I've got Hal Robson Carney down a cell. Um, I don't see any value in him. I, don't, I think he's actually got less value in the championship. I think actually he's don't get me wrong, he's overperformed at the Albion. He just we just should never have signed him. But his value has been in games where we've not had much of the ball and he's held it up and occupied space that sort of thing. When we go down and we'll be expected to win games, I think he's going to be of less use to us. I think if you look at how we bought him in the first place, he was surplus to requirements at Reading. Yes, and if you look at what they've done since, it's obvious that he's not. He hasn't got the quality there. He's you know he'll work hard. He's made a career off the goal for Wales, hasn't he? Really? Yeah, I, think, I think so. Also, been able to occupy several positions. He can he can notionally play into from alone and wide in of eight, of yeah. eight of a three or five. Whatever. But actually, I would contest he's, he's playing even that well. He's not great. I've, to be honest, you know, maybe for struggling for numbers, you keep hard him, but. If you're really serious about pushing for promotion, he's not the player you want leading the line. Probably going to be difficult to sell, I wonder. So, <laughs> so number five, Claudio Jakob, what you got? See, this is I'm torn on this because for years I've argued with Albion fans that I just don't rate him at mm-hmm. all. He's, um, the main argument for Jakob is how well he'll win the ball back and he'll be at midfielder's feet, but the problem with that is he's norm- nine times out of ten, he's the one that's given it away in the first place. Yeah. So I just don't see I don't see the value in having him play. But having said that, when you're in the championship, he is the perfect midfielder, isn't he? Really, he's going to do a job. But I just I haven't got that love for him that the Albion fans seem to have. So, so what are you? Are you a keeper or so? I'd have to say keep for now. But you know, well, it's I'm funny because I quite like Claudio, certainly more than you do. And yeah, I've got him down a cell. So I think a lot, I think several things about him. I mean, for, for, firstly, he's a very kind of tactical player. So it's a question of whether or not he fits in. Well, I mean, in that he can only he can only run about I don't know probably about six k a a a um a match. So it's not like he, he can't really play in a middle two as we've learned um, yeah. to our cost. So realistically, you you have to play him in a uh, behind four midfielders. Really, you have to play in a kind of a midfield five from so from the off. They have to play that way. Yeah, he's a sitting midfielder. He's not. He's not a box to box midfielder like yeah, Jake Livermore and that sort of thing. So, um, so it depends on whether or not the next manager, please there be a next manager, once <laughs> um, about kind of guy. But I would say he's a, he's limited uh, in in his in his range. You know, we talked about Robson kind of can play three different positions. Jakob can emphatically play one position in one yeah. in one. Um, Kind of line up, so uh, so I'd probably sell. I think he's, he's yeah. forty grand a week. We don't need to be paying in the championship, I'd say. So so I think we're both going to have the same caveat for this next one. Number six, uh, Johnny Evans. So I mean, let's briefly say I would keep Johnny Evans, but it's academic because he's going for three million quid. Of co- yeah, of course you'd try and keep him, but you know he's getting on now. He's going to want to try and at least he will have the opportunity to play European football again. I think. And he's, you know, why would he stay with Albion? Yes, yeah, I think so. Uh, so, so yeah, I, th- I think it's it's as simple as that. They're going to need to uh, find something else. Go on then, number seven, James Morrison, what do you do? You keep him. You've got to. I think he's the most natural number 10 we've got that will come play behind the front man. When he's fit, obviously. I think the issue is, you know, he did us a favour in signing the contract extension in the first place. There's people that are after him, especially in Scotland. I think it was Rangers, wasn't it, last time? So Yeah. Um, I just think he's... A, it's just a great. It gives you something that we haven't got. We've spent all this money on midfielders, but if you're looking for a natural man to sit behind the front 
and just feed balls in, even have a shot himself. Morrison, man, isn't it? Yeah, I'm probably inclined to go. I've actually, I've actually written keep and sell and, and scribbled both out. The uh, my thing with Morrison, I don't know if he's, I don't know if this is it. I don't know, you know, it, it, long injuries late into your career yeah. is a is a is a is a thing. And um, but I mean, I think I think I'm concerned about major upheaval. Funny enough, the, the kind of nature of this, I'm concerned about the level of upheaval for Albinich. And I think, relatively speaking, when you can keep players that haven't underperformed, knowing we've got a lot that have. You probably should. So I think you're right. I think I think um, I would probably say probably this one we should uh, keep. We might disagree on the next one. I would also keep Jake Livermore. I think Jake Livermore. I, I think he's got more to show at Albion, and um, and I think he's potentially more of a kind of a championship player. I should. Say, I, I haven't. I, I would also say I don't think we will because I think there'll be enough. I think he's probably got a flex down, and I think there'll be enough Premier League interest that, that he'll probably leave. He'll probably also quite like the idea of going back to London, but. Um, but I would probably keep him on the basis that I'm getting rid of Jakob and uh, you're also going to, I think, lose Barry and Krakowiak. So to have any degree of continuity whatsoever in that midfield, he'd have to stay. What yeah. do you think? I think less continuity, more numbers, really. I think you have to keep him, really, because of how much we're going to lose in that midfield. But, you know, it's not. he hasn't done a lot for me in an Albion show. No? no Especially no. since he got the England call-up. He's got, he seems to have just gone backwards. And yeah. He, He's probably best. He's probably you know, best games. His first. One. Yeah, it's fifty percent effort, isn't it? Pretty yeah. much every time he's played, and if he's going to do that in the championship, it's not worth playing him because he'll just get everyone. Yeah, I'd agree. He's got. He's, he's, he, again, I keep coming, to, coming back with midfielders to average you run, but I tend to think that you know he, he needs to be get, getting up, getting ten kilometers a game, kind of thing, really. Because it's not like he's any. He's not great on the ball, you know. He's, yeah. he's, 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 I just don't really see what he brings to the game. Well, I'll all. be honest. Neither I try, do I. I try my best to see it, but. No, uh, just I think it's funny how every now and then they'll play kind of um, as the front of a midfield three. And I think, what is he expecting him to do? Yeah, especially yeah. Why would you play him there if you're going to play him anywhere as a holder? But well, I think his value then. is his value. It's interesting you said that. His value is in how much ground he covers. But I think yeah. Um, so, so like I said, I don't think he'll, he'll stay, but I probably would keep him. Uh, go on, what would you do with Rondon? See, Rondon's hard because everything about Rondon is Premier League quality, apart from the fact he doesn't score goals, but. Every, it doesn't matter what league you're in. If you're a striker and you don't score goals, you're not good enough to play. Yeah. So, I, to be honest, I'd probably cut our losses with Rondon and just go again. Because everyone says, you know, championship will have more chances and stuff. But if you look at the chances that he's missing, they're, they're like headers three yards out. You're going to get them in the championship. And if you can't finish them, you're pointless. What's the point? Yeah. There's an additional complexity with Rondon, which is that he could go for, he could obscurely go for a, Quite a lot of money, you know, with China and so on. He's going to want to go. Um, I think probably exactly what you think. Really, it's plausible that you, that you could go again and, that, and it'd, be, it'd be a worthwhile gamble. But I mean, we've seen enough of him to know he's not a goal scorer. Mm. Uh, it, uh, again, a lot of it would line up tactically. But I've got down sell. I th- and yeah. I just think that's kind of pragmatic. It's a shame really. because what he does for the team up front is brilliant. Like, it's just you can't you can't keep basing your team around a forward that can't score. It's a waste of time. It's it? another as we've seen this season. It's another player I would say like like Robson Kano as well. But as his best games in games where we're probably not going to score. You know, I mean, he was yeah. superb in that nil nil draw away at Liverpool. He's probably about the best performance in Albion. Everton player as well. He's great. Everton. Yeah, but but you don't want a striker that plays well in games where they're not going to score. You want a striker that yeah. you know that scores five when you beat Wigan nine nil that kind of thing. Um, Alright, so Matt Phillips, number 10, I've got him down as keep. I mean, he's the yeah. consummate um, kind of confidence player, but I think, again, for the sake of kind of midfield, uh, it's a nothing to, to stay this year, really, but I think for the sake of midfield continuity and the fact that he's probably exactly the sort of player, if were you to sell him, that you'd be looking to buy in the championship. 
they'll probably keep him. I think a lot of our midfielders as a result of the kind of um, Pulis legacy, a very straight line. You know, uh, Phillips, Burke, um, McLean, they're all very, very, very similar. It's all kind of run up, uh, you know, run up, slinging across or winner throwing or something. Yeah. But uh, I'd keep him, how about you? Yeah, definitely. I think he's, the way he gets beyond fullbacks, you just need that, don't you, in the Championship, if you look at the way people are playing. A lot of them are playing with width and it's ironic really because Pulis has brought these players in and a lot of them are perfect for when we're in the Championship. So <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's kind of we're working a year in advance but I do think you can't let him go. No, I do too much. So, uh, number 11, the, the, the one player we're allowed to like, what would you do with Chris Brunt? It's not even up for question, is it? You've got to keep it. He's left foot, it's irreplaceable. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. He's, he's, not, he's not a player that needs to take someone on because he can just whip the ball around him and he can play left back, which is a position we're going to need filling next year. Yeah. If goes, which he's played there for Northern Ireland quite well as well over the last 18 months, is it? So I just think it's a sad day when he has to retire because he's irreplaceable for me. Funnily enough, though, you come to the point that, that, that I'd ask about it is that in the Championship, let, let, let's, let's say we're, we're hoping to get a lot more possession than we do now. Where do you play a, um, a Chris Brunt? Do we, do you, would you have any concerns about playing in, in a, you know, let's say we're playing a 4 2 3 1? Does he he justify one of those three spots? Can you have one of those three spots as someone who can't go beyond? Well, yeah. I think he can... The thing with Brunt is, he's not... Because his delivery and the way he shifts the ball around the pitch is that good, he can really play in the middle as well, if you want. Yeah. Maybe not as a holding because, you know, he's not not great at winning the ball back. Have you seen him have many good games, central midfielder? He did play... Was it under Mowbray? He did play a few games in the the middle, didn't he? I think he went spot and he did play some. There's some videos of like exceptional through balls, which I think is something we've missed for a while. So I just yeah, someone will keep hold of it. I just think for that left foot alone, really, you just can't can't get rid of him. No, well, I'd, uh, I've, I've got him down as a keep as well. Uh, unlike number thirteen, Boris Marhill, I would sell. Uh, <laughs> I would say actually, it's nothing to do with Taxi Gate. Um, I'd sell Boris Marhill because uh, I'm not totally sure that the relations the. I don't know how long you should keep a hold of a player who's happy not to play. I'm not sure. I don't know how healthy that relationship is between Foster and Whitehill. But it's interesting they were linked with Sam Johnson, weren't they? And I'd like to see. I'm not actually someone. I don't get too enthused about signing goalkeepers aren't going to play. But I think at this point of Foster's career, I think Foster is due an injury. Uh, I want to recruit a goalkeeper that's, that's that wants to play. Yeah, I think he's he's had his chances in the cups, hasn't he? Yeah. And he's a lot of the time he's been at fault for losing the game. So. Yes. I just think he's not. He hasn't. He hasn't got the quality we need for one, and the fact that he's as a footballer to be happy to sit there when they've got a short career just to rack money up. He's not. It's not the attitude you want either. We think about what, what. Yeah. What's he? What, it's the effect of him on Foster. I think. I think. Yeah. I think Foster could do with a, with a keeper that comes in that actually challenge um, that actually looks to play. Uh, so next uh, we have number fourteen, James McLean. What you got? Keep him. I'm, I'm a big fan of McLean. Oh, really? I don't know why. I know the quality isn't there, but his work rate is phenomenal. And um, I know he lets himself down sometimes with his challenges, but you know he he will do a job in the championship. I'm sure of it. Yeah. So he might not have the Premier League quality, but if we're in the championship looking for someone to come on and just run the fullbacks ragged for a bit, yeah, he's the major man. Well, I'm in the same place as well. I put, I put keep for McLean. I think he's the right kind of personality and so on. What I would say is, I've actually probably put, I think I've put keep down for all of these players. That I think are a bit too similar. As it happens, you know, when you talk about continuity central midfield, I don't know whether or not we, if we are going to keep all of these players, Phillips, um, McLean, 
um, Burke and so on. We actually need something different as well. We need some, we need something with a bit more guile and that that can that cuts that people players who kind of cut in better and that sort of thing. But I'd agree. I think McLean's a good um, uh, a good player to have around the team. I'm not going to bother talking about number fifteen because Dennis Rich isn't staying and he's not uh, the Hess. But I will talk about number sixteen, Ali Gabia. Keep or sell. Where do you even start? I don't. I can't say I've seen him play really. So. I'm not actually sure why we signed him in the first place. I don't know if it was to keep Agassi company while he's here, but he's never going to get... By the looks of it, he's had chances. It's not like our back line's overperforming at the minute. He could have slotted in, but I just... I guess my, my best guess of that would be they thought Evans was going to go. They planned to yeah, move across the doors and bring Nyman to the team. They needed an extra body. And um, that extra body was Gabia. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not one that matters, but I, 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 on the basis that he hasn't managed to push in the team so far, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't enthuse me that they've made it a permanent signing. I think if no. I think with the loss of McCauley, with the forthcoming loss of Evans, and I am not totally convinced about Hagazi, they need to be signing start, starting um, centre-rars rather than ones that probably are never going to. So next one's an interesting one. What are you going to do with number 17, Oliver Burke? Well, you keep him, just because... He's obviously been brought in for the future, hasn't he? He's, if you look at him, his pace is absolutely rapid. He'll out, he'll out with anyone. The problem is his, his decision-making is poor at the minute. Yeah. When he has come on, you can see why. I know fans wanted him to start for his pace, but you can see why managers don't trust him. Just because he'll, he'll run into spaces and leave too much behind him. He doesn't yeah. think about what he's doing yet. I think play him in the Championship, get more experience, and he will become a good player. Yeah, I just I'm not sure he's ready yet. I think I think as an I think as an investment they've kind of got it. I mean they've spent this 15 million on him. I mean realistically you've got to offer him a make or break. What else are you going to do? Okay, you you can't shift him anyway. You might have to loan him or something. So now I would agree, but I mean it's one of those things. It's it's I don't know how high our hopes I have of it, but I feel like you've got to kind of give him the chance. So number 18, Gareth Barry, or sell. Um, I don't think I just don't think I don't think he's offering up now. I think, I think he might become a bit of a scapegoat. So I can appreciate that and that sort of thing. But um, he actually hasn't had many good games this season. I don't, I don't, I don't think well, he's, been, he's been he's been varying. You know, if you think back to the Pulis days, they never managed to find a balance between Livermore, Krakowiak, and Barry and that sort of thing. And I think sometimes Krakowiak was the fall guy for that. I think Krakowiak is a marginally better season than Barry. Uh, I'd sell him. He ain't gonna get any better. No, I'd sell him. I think he's um, he's lost that yard of pace, hasn't he? Which God, he never had slow. anyway. He's so but slow. But to lose a bit of what he had. And I just think he's, you know, he's, he's clearly struggling towards the end of games now. You can see it. You can see, like, John Terry's gone to Villa and had done well in the Championship. Yeah. It's a different game, isn't it, in midfield? You're expected to do a lot more. Yes. And to be honest, he's not. We, we've got to build for the future. We've been putting it off for too long now. And keeping hold of him would just be. A step backwards, wouldn't it? Yeah, we, the, the, there's the argument that we've we, that we've come to every now and then about kind of continuity, but yeah, I just don't think it's worth it. That actually, the champion he actually suits the championship less than he suits the Premier. Yeah. I mean, like, some of the games, I've ne- honestly, honestly, never ever seen anything. I've never seen instances where a where a midfielder runs by another midfielder quite so much as I have Gareth, <laughs> uh, Gareth Barry this year. Yeah, he just, he just looks like he's playing in treacle. So, so yeah, he, he's not going to suit the championship. I don't know what the state of players with his contract, but if I've been had the opportunity, I wouldn't be renewing it. Yeah. Um, Rodriguez, so you you have to keep him, I think, just because of how he can play across the front three. Maybe drop him to number ten if he has to. Yeah. Um, He's another option up front as well. I think I saw a stat earlier actually. 
the three game, the four games we've won, sorry, three of them is when Rodriguez started up front. Oh, really? So I think he's definitely something we can work with to go forward. Yeah. I think he's definitely he's got the quality to be the top goal scorer in that league. I think. I haven't. I haven't. I don't like Rodriguez any less now than I did at the start of the season. In truth, the um, the. that's not to say I was ever that convinced of them, but yeah, I'll be giving. I'm certainly be giving him a go, um, and I think for the reasons you know we talked about with the other strikers, and you just mentioned it there, he's got he's got a lot of kind of uses. I wouldn't want him to be the the, the striker we were banking on to be the kind of top scorer. I think if you look at like where Villa bounced down and bought uh, McCormack, which obviously didn't work, and Codger, which obviously did, I'd want to be doing. I'd want to be spending a lot of money on what you what you consider to be a kind of a championship banker. But I mean, Rodriguez is going to be able to play alongside whatever striker you uh, you bring in. Really, I think he could play on his own as well. Though. Yes, yeah, he, could. he does. You know, he's. I think he's been unlucky this season. I think he plays well and he gets brought back out of the team. I don't see. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Ron uh, Rondon does a lot for the rest of the midfield, holding the ball up and spreading it out, but. With Rodriguez, I think he can count himself very unlucky this season. Yeah, I'd agree. I think he's one of, one of the few players that hasn't necessarily tarnished his reputation too much. Uh, Krakowiak. I mean, he's not coming back anyway. I would keep him because I do think he's a brilliant player. But 120 grand a week on Championship. <laughs> it's a waste of time. <laughs> no, I'd agree. Actually, actually, not many people have good things to say about Krakowiak, but I'd agree. I, I don't think Krakowiak has had a terrible season. He's certainly underperformed as compared to his billion. But I quite like Krakowiak and I think if he was next to well, no, I don't quite. I think if they've found the right balance, but yeah, it's academic anyway. You're going. Yeah. The next one's probably a more interesting one. Given an absolute free hand, would you um, would you keep or sell Nasser Chadley? I'd I'd get rid of him. Yeah, to be honest. I think he's um, he's the right player at the wrong time. If you know what I mean. Yeah. He's very. I mean, he was great when he first came, wasn't he? He's he was scoring his right. first three games or something. But I just think he hasn't got. He won't have the work rate that you're going to need from a midfielder in that league and it's just a waste of time keeping him you're keeping him on the hope that you're going to be straight back in the Premier League Yeah, which isn't a given definitely not if you look at the teams that might come down as well Yeah, and the ones that aren't going up this season so I just don't see the point in keeping him no I think, I'd about, agree I I'd, I'd sell him I, I, I haven't seen enough of him to be a big fan of him and obviously he veered off over uh, eventually for the album but, the, but um, while I think we actually need a, a different kind of midfielder I think actually what you do is yeah, sell him for 15 or 20 million quid and buy whatever is the absolute proven um, championship midfielder for that position. So I'd be selling him. Um, McCauley? It's with a heavy heart, but you'd, you'd have to let him go, wouldn't you? Yes. I yeah. think he's, um, don't get me wrong, he's been absolutely brilliant for us. I think he saw him when he was 36, didn't he? 32. 32, sorry. Yeah. He's 36 now. 30, how old is he's he now? 38 now. 38 now. So, so he's had, he's had six terrific, six or seven terrific And he'd never played a Premier League game before he came, and he's no. over 200 now, so... I think he's a great he's a great defender, but he hasn't got he's just past it, hasn't it? No, he has, yeah. And I mean, I think I think it's the it remains the overarching issue for Albin. Really, I've always said this that throughout the season that you've got a defender who was supreme at defending and scored seven goals a season, and how do you how do you kind of replace mm-hmm. it? And that remains the issue for next season. And I wouldn't mind betting it'll still be the issue of the season after. But Gareth McCauley looms large. I would say Gareth McCauley, um, uh, yeah. 36 I haven't seen them all but um, I wouldn't mind betting that Albion haven't haven't had too many better centre arse than Gareth McCauley ever uh, but he ain't he's yeah John yeah. Wilde was good but we ain't going to pick him next year I think they will keep him though do you? I do, I do think they will keep him it'd be quite a thing if they did I, uh, do, I don't I just can't see them letting him go well I'd like to they've got to get in a position to be able to do it but we'll see so what about um, Dawson I'd keep him yeah I know we signed him as a centre half but he's made him 
last two seasons, definitely the last season, he's, he's a consistent right back, isn't he? Premier yeah. League right back, and you're always going to get at least a seven out of ten performance from him. He lets himself down with his delivery. That is, yeah. it's poor. But it's nice to have a fullback that actually defends. You don't get it a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like get Gary Neville years, and they were all defenders, weren't they? Ashley Cole. Yeah. Now a lot of them are attackers, failed wingers, really. Whereas Dawson is, is just you know what you're going to get with him, and he's reliant. And in the championship, it's perfect. I'd definitely keep him. So I would put Craig, uh, Craig Dawson in the Kieran Gibbs mould of keep, but I don't think we'll keep him. Yeah, I think, um, definitely. I think there'll be a lot of interest. Yeah, there. I think so. Because he's, he's, he's a safe pair of hands, really, in the in the, in the Premier League. He's yeah. English. He's the right age and that sort of thing. And I think I'd like to think Albion could get could fetch somewhere around fifteen million quid for him and that sort of thing. But I would keep him. I don't know that I'd be playing him. I think again in a, in a team. I, I agree with what you say actually about um, about um, Dawson specifically and fullbacks going to defend. But I actually think um, if Albion are going to go up and they're going to go up playing a different style of football. You'd probably be looking at Dawson centre half and um, and a new right back, and I think for the continuity of the side, you know, with with um, Evans going out, and as I keep saying, I'm not sure the Hagazi story continues to be such a happy one. I kind of think we might need Dawson as a as a centre half, mm. but as I say, I'm not sure. The problem is though, he hasn't actually played that well when we've played him in centre half, has he? He hasn't. Uh, uh, I know no. he hasn't played there a lot in the last few years. I'm sure he's, he's I, I'm sure he's a capable Championship centre half though. Yeah. Uh, so 26 Hagazi. I just don't get it, do you? He's not. Don't get me the wrong. He's, he's, had, he's had a decent season, but he just he just looks so flat-footed all the time. Yeah. And he gets caught a lot when the ball goes behind him, and he just doesn't seem to be paying attention half the game. Like if you look, a lot of the time, Evans or Brunt or someone is telling him to keep yes keep his head up and think about what he's doing because. <laughs> don't get me wrong. He's very good in the air and he's great in corners. And to be honest. It will probably be helpful in the championship, but as a defender, that's going to let. If you look at championship teams now that are at the top, they've all got fast players that can get in beyond the defence. Hagazi's not your man. If you want to keep them, no. Again, I completely agree. I, I do think it's an accident when it's happened. And again, this comes back to the issue of continuity. So what we're now saying is, you know, having having accepted that our principal striker that never plays now, Daniel Sturridge, isn't going to be there next year, and that the likelihood that Kokoviak and Barry on, we're now probably saying that Evans isn't, and that realistically Hagazi isn't going to be part of the team, which is why I think. We're in a pretty catastrophic place. Yeah. I, so I don't know. I'd keep Higazi in answer to the question. Um, yeah. But I, I, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't want to rely on him. I'd, I, yeah. I'd want. I'd want another alternative in a back four, and um, and I don't. Yeah. I, I, I actually think if Higazi has a place in a team, it's in a team that plays a back three, and he kind of plays centrally. He uses the ball okay. He wins headers. You know, yeah. like Darren, like, like kind of Darren Moore, Thomas Gardso previously. He could do that role okay, but in a two, he's so reliant on Johnny Evans. The so problem, reliant. The problem with keeping him on his own in the middle of a three, though, I just don't think he's got the concentration levels to do that. Yeah. It's just, if he's your last line of defence, you'd be worrying, wouldn't you? I think if you're going to play him, you need someone that's going to keep him on his toes all game. Cause I, think I, I think I'm worrying in general looking at this. <laughs> um, it is pretty depressing, isn't it, when you look? <laughs> yeah, I think we're getting, we're getting towards the end now to probably the more simple things. Samfield. Keep. Yeah, and and uh, and I think <coughs> to kind of get into the team, uh, Raheem Harper. Um, I'd I'd keep you know. I think it, we need to start looking at. If you look at some of the young talent we let go, I think it's time we start to reap the benefits from it. 
And the championship gives an opportunity to do that, doesn't yeah, it? I mean, that, the pro- part of the problem has been, you know, look at like Chris Wood, he, he just fundamentally wasn't good enough at that, at that point. Whereas as it happens, mm. because the kind of expectation will dip a bit, yeah, it's plausible that Field will be good enough. And Harper. Okay, Harper. Yes, sorry, yes, <laughs> and, and Harper, yeah. Uh, and uh, final one, Lico. I'd definitely keep. Mm-hmm. Because I know he got benched after a bit at Bristol City, but he was tearing it up when he first went and yeah. he's got pace he's somewhat can play wide I just think the amount of players we're going to lose he, he's perfect he might not be a starting player but you know 10 minutes from there and bring him on running beyond defenders I think he'll be perfect he's another and he'll develop a lot next season well he's another one like Burke the, to, to, next season he's the I mean he's, 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 a, he's a young man but it's a make or break if he's going to you know, you know what, what should be a team that would uh, that will see a bit of the ball in the championship. He should he should be getting opportunities. So so we've gone through that now. That makes it. I make it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten players that we said would sell. We think that uh, obviously Daniel Sturridge isn't isn't um, isn't staying anyway. And there's there's you can add to that three more players that we think will go. And yeah. just to come back to that, this just to end on a really terrifically depressing point. <laughs> we've really outlined a scenario where realistically our entire spine. Um, goes, uh, it's it's going to be a remarkable turnaround, isn't it? To to, to make this team into a into a functional championship team next year. It's we've bought this on ourselves though because we've had this exact issue every season for I'd say four years now, yeah. where the team's aging. We need to bring more players in, and because we're in the Premier League, we've overperformed basically. Yeah. They've been happy with it, kept the team, and eventually your luck was going to run out. Now where'd you go? You're going to have to. It's a complete. It's depressing when you look. It's like Villa. It's the same scenario. Yeah. And we're going. Oh, I can't see us coming back up next year. No, There's too much to do in the summer. And I think it's just damage limitation now. Make sure we have a solid season. Yeah, I just think they need to do things. But by the way, I absolutely agree. Yeah, I, I keep saying this for, for Albion next season. See Hall this season. You know <laughs> that they aren't. They aren't set up for. It's going to be a massive kind of. Um, uh, a massive shake-up and that sort of thing. I mean, I, I really hope they are. And what I would say is they absolutely need to be using the time they have now with nine games to go, knowing they're going to be... The, 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 the one advantage I'll be is they know they're going down. So yeah. what are you doing? How are you preparing for that sort of thing? Know you're going down. Know you're losing 15 players. Know you're getting a new manager. How on earth are you going to make all that work together? How are you going to blend the team? The obvious, the, the smart answer would appear to be recruit your players early and get and get ready, you know, um, a la... Wolves, very different scenario, but a la Wolves, you know, get your manager and get yeah. ready. And that's do you, do you have any, I was gonna say, do you have any hope whatsoever that would happen? I just don't. I no, think no, I never do. With two, the problem with if you look at successful clubs, they've got a very proactive board, as is the complete opposite, yep. just reacts to everything that's going wrong. Whereas, we, I personally think we could have stopped this two years ago if we'd have, you know, put money into the squad just to keep it ticking over instead of just relying on the old guard. Which we're going to be doing next season, really, by the looks of it, and it's just—it's not going to work. Eventually, as soon as with their age, it's the same problem with us, isn't it? We decline as well. And the other, the, another unforgivable thing I think. Well, it's unforgivable. Another thing I think that's happened aligned to it is not only have they not replaced the players, but they've paid them more and more and more. You know, with yeah. the twelfth best players in the Premier League, I think our, our average player earns forty-three grand a week. And you look at this and you think, well, why? Why do they? So, so at some levels, that the going down at least, like you know, the the fifty percent flex downs, that sort of thing, gives you an opportunity to, to amend that. But it's just such, such an absolute destruction of the team and the and, and everything alongside a manager that it's just you know how do you, how do you kind of cope with that? It's so frustrating because <clears throat> I think the club always had this plan of 
making themselves an established Premier League team. They did that, and then they didn't know where to go next. And we've yeah. just declined since. And it's so frustrating, because we could have easily pushed on, I think, if we'd have spent a bit of money, which we did have. Yeah. I mean, I just can't I can't see how this has happened. It's so Yeah, impressive. when you look at... I mean, like the, the, the example, the, the Albion, for Albion last year, see Burnley this year, but Burnley look like... They look a bit more stable, you know. They, they lost yeah. Michael Keane. They managed. They managed to deal with it. Their, their team isn't terrifically old, you know. They're not having to replace thirty-eight-year-old centre halves or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. They've got an identity as well, I think. Yeah, they haven't. I think we're just. I mean, no one was happy with the Pulis identity, yeah. and it was meant to be short term. But because it was doing a job and keeping money coming in the club, they've stayed with it. Yeah. Whereas now we're in. Look at us now. We're in purgatory, aren't we? Really, we don't. Have yeah. It. We don't know what's going on. But well, to bring to to, to bring to end of what I think might be a more a, a more upbeat way of looking at it, it's probably <laughs> going to be interesting. You know, we're going to have, going to have a big summer of uh, a big turnaround in the summer. Hopefully, a new manager. Certainly, a, uh, it's going to be an interesting season this year with all these with all these new players. Um, but uh, but let us know what you think about this. You can find us up on uh, Twitter at Woodman Podcast. You can find both Kieran and myself on Twitter as well. And as I keep saying, this is an Albion fans podcast. So if you want to get involved in these conversations, get in touch with us. But in the meantime, thank you for joining us this week on Woodman Corner.